He's an icon in the industry who's a three-time award-winning lecturer and international best-selling author, William R. Patterson. What is something you wish more writers understood about being an author and self-publisher? The biggest thing that I wish more authors and self-publishers understood was the fact that this is a business and you have to treat it like a business. So many authors and self-publishers treat it like a hobby. They don't think about it from the standpoint, what are all the costs that I have to put into the book and what is it that I expect to get out in terms of a profit margin, in terms of growth. Many of them look at it from the standpoint of I wake up and hopefully I can sell a book today. But if you really want to be able to write full-time and to generate a significant income, six-figure or greater income, it's going to be important for you to think about the business from the standpoint of having multiple services and products that you can offer people. So William R. Patterson joins us on The Drive Home. It's your trusted source for wealth and business education. Our guest this week, William R. Patterson, award-winning lecturer and national best-selling author. He is a business and finance guru. William Patterson, Chicagoan extraordinaire. I'm going to go to William Patterson, and we couldn't have you on on a better day. I'm very excited we have with us today William R. Patterson. He has shared the stage with billionaires, presidential candidates, and Fortune 100 CEOs. What I'm seeing is that you're giving us what I would call a short-term and long-term strategy here. There's things here can make a difference in my business like now, in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Talking about money, economics, finances, but with one of the best minds in the business. William Patterson, he is a renowned wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Baron's Son. Breakthrough book has been featured in the Forbes Book Club and Black Enterprise Magazine. His website, BaronSeries.com, is winner of the Web Awards for Best Speaker, Best Male Author, and Best Wealth Building Site. He is ranked as the number one business motivational speaker. Welcome to the Infopreneur Network. My name is Antonio, and today we have a outstanding guest, Weimar Patterson. It's Antonio, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Would you please tell our audience more about you and how you got started as a business, wealth, and book marketing coach? Back in about 2004, before our book, The Baron Son, was launched, we decided to create a company that would help many entrepreneurs as well as individuals who were looking to recover from some of the stock market losses of the late 90s, early 2000s, and were looking for a way to rebuild. There were also a number of executives who were looking to tell their stories, and book marketing became a natural tie-in. Well, our book, The Baron Son, went on to be featured in the Forbes Book Club, Black Enterprise, and quite a few other publications, and it managed to make it onto a number of bestseller lists. From there, we wanted to teach authors a new way that they could begin to create multiple streams of income and use it as a platform to increase their celebrity status so that they could attract more attention for their businesses, their products, their services, and other important causes that they wanted to support. You have a diverse offering. Are there particular advantages to being able to offer all three services to your clients? I think there are some particular advantages to being a business coach, a wealth coach, and also a book marketing coach because you can also help a person afford a number of the different strategies that you might want to implement around, let's say, either raising funds to market and promote a book, or even if they're looking for new ways to afford certain services. Because publishing a book, particularly if you're going the self-publishing route, can be quite expensive. And even if you're going a traditional route, there are a lot of unanticipated expenses that many self-publishers and authors get hit with that they aren't expecting. 
Now, the financial model for doing business and publishing books has changed. Why do you say many authors, self-publishers, and traditional publishers are using an outdated financial model? And what does the Barron Solution model for publishing success look like? As I mentioned, there are quite a few expenses that many authors don't anticipate, particularly, let's say, if you're looking at self-publishing a book, everything from the cost of purchasing ISBNs, which can range anywhere from 275 up to $1,750 or more. You have the barcodes, printing your book, which could run anywhere from $3,000 to $6,000, forming the business, $500 to $2,500, on up to trademarks, compositors, editors, a lot of different costs that could escalate up into the $75,000 range. When you look at traditional publishers, many of them consider a book successful if it sells 10,000 copies. So for most publishers as well as self-publishers, selling books alone is not the ideal model. Traditional publishers sell books based on a discounting model. I'm sure you've received emails from everyone from Walmart to Amazon offering to sell books, and the ways they usually do it is by discounting. They say, hey, here's 20% off of this book. Well, it's a model that turns the book market into a commodity market where you have a lot of people struggling to sell the same item at a discounted price. Well, with our model, we focus on creating multiple streams of income. That way, authors can afford to scale their businesses and can also afford to write full-time. The other thing that's unique about our model is we focus on creating additional value, something similar to what you've done with the Author First Aid Kit, and creating some additional bonuses. That way, people get more for what they're paying for as opposed to discounting where everyone gets less. What is something you wish more writers understood about being an author and self-publisher? The biggest thing that I wish more authors and self-publishers understood was the fact that this is a business and you have to treat it like a business. So many authors and self-publishers treat it like a hobby. They're not that focused on making money. They don't think about it from the standpoint, what are all the costs that I have to put into the book and what is it that I expect to get out in terms of a profit margin, in terms of growth, Many of them don't treat it like you would treat a normal business where you might have a product development schedule and you anticipate creating a certain number of books every quarter or every year. You don't think about it from the standpoint of generating multiple streams of income and looking at it on into your financial statements where you say, okay, this is my income statement, my balance sheet, and my cash flow statement. Many of them look at it from the standpoint of I wake up and hopefully I can sell a book today. But if you really want to be able to write full-time and to generate a significant income, six-figure or greater income, it's going to be important for you to think about the business from the standpoint of generating and having multiple line items, multiple services and products that you can offer people. This is going to enable you to live a much more comfortable lifestyle and not have to, quote, write on the side but pursue your passion full-time. Now, William, how easy is it? for an author to take their creativity and turn it into multiple streams of income? It's surprisingly a lot easier than many people would think. One of the things that we always say is to look for ways to repurpose your book. Many authors are not even aware of the subsidiary rights that exist with their book, things such as being able to turn it into articles where you may have serial rights that people can sell. You have paperback rights, mass market paperback rights. So let's say if you're a self-published author and you decide to come out immediately with a softcover book instead of a hardcover book, you've immediately missed one set of rights, which is the hardcover rights to your book. 
So when you think about the hardcover rights, the paperback rights, mass market paperback, you have serial rights, of course, on into television rights for the book, screenplays, you have foreign rights. There are a lot of different assets that are created from one piece of intellectual property. If you think about your book up front, how can I create multiple streams of income, you start to think about the development of the book and the back-end products and services that you can offer, which can have price points of anywhere from the $15 to $20 book on up to $10,000 plus, whether that's speaking, consulting, or, or coaching engagement. Now, William, you are an international best-selling author. How easy is it to extend a particular brand or your book beyond the four walls of our environment? It's somewhat of a challenge. It depends on where you are, your marketing collateral, your relationships, and so forth. There are what are known as international book fairs where you can display your book. People do experience those with mixed success. If you do have a new book, sometimes it can actually make sense to attend some of those book fairs. Generally, I always suggest that people do set meetings with foreign rights agents before they journey to some of those distant lands to market and promote their book. But it can make a great deal of impact worldwide, your message, if you do have your book in other languages. The other thing is it becomes this passive income stream for you. A lot of times you don't have to do major promotion in those other countries or for the books in those other languages, and you can still sell thousands of books if you do have a great book and you make the right decision in terms of a foreign publisher that you go with. You also run an affiliate program, and I know this is kind of taking a sidestep, but I want the audience to receive some information about how successful your affiliate program is. Could you share some information about your affiliate program? One of the things that I guess is important to mention is that we've been able to turn the Barron Sun into over 150 other products and services. Wow. And this is also something that's particularly important when it comes to being able to create income for other people. That's one of the big aspects of the Barron Solution model is we always say that value is the greatest attracting force of money in the world. So we're always looking for ways that we can create value for other people, that we can turn our supporters into advocates, meaning that we can turn the people who enjoy our products and our services into people who are actively promoting us and at the same time create an opportunity, an income opportunity for them. So that's how we use our affiliate program. We have affiliate products and services with payouts from 6 or $7 on a book up to $450 on workshops. So it is a great opportunity for other people to share with their friends, to share with their family, to share with their business associates the same strategies that they've been able to employ successfully. And we have some people that that's their full-time job is just referring other people to our products and our services, such as our, our coaching program. Could you give us a quick plug with your URL for your website there, will you? Our website is barronseries.com. That's B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R-I-E-S.com, barronseries.com. People can also find out more information by calling toll-free 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. Now, writers face many challenges, and one of them is not having enough money to publish. You have already identified some tips that can help us save money and generate money, and you also talk about you can help them find 500 to $6,000 in their family budget. Now, that's a huge saving. Could you please share some additional tips on how to find money in our budgets? There are some standard things that we would take a person through with our wealth coaching program that are also applicable 
to the book marketing arena. If you have a person and let's say as much as 20% of their take-home pay is going toward debt, a lot of times looking at credit counseling or a debt management plan may be helpful for doing that. But uh, at a minimum, you really want to look at your current debt payments and look for ways to restructure those to lower interest rate terms and or lower interest rate credit cards. And that can generally save you uh, several hundred to several thousand dollars a year. One of the things that we also do with our business clients is we show them how to develop business credit that doesn't require a personal guarantee. So if you do need to pay for those books, if you do need to pay for the editing, the proofreading services, the manuscripts, the galleys, business cards, flyers, banners, promotional material, all those things can be paid for with business credit. Those are things that we show you how to do as well. One of the other tips that we look at is ways in which you can consolidate services with the same vendor. A lot of times this can save you several hundred dollars, so you want to look for opportunities to do that. If this is your, your home budget, that may be as simple as consolidating things such as your cable, Internet, and phone service with the same provider. This can save you a few hundred dollars a year. You want to look for ways in which you can buy products and services in bulk, and or particularly products. If you buy those in bulk, a lot of times you can get deeper discounts, and again, this can save you several hundred dollars a year. Other things that you can look at, leveraging the tax deductions in your publishing business or potentially even starting another home-based business. If you do this, one of the things that you can do is you can adjust your withholdings if you're also working a job based on a conversation with your tax accountant or preparer, and you can raise your withholdings. That way you can get an additional $100 to $200 a month in your paycheck that you can use toward publishing your book or marketing your book. Some of the other things I always encourage people just to look at the simple amounts of money that we throw away every day, everything from the late payment fees, the bounce check fees, and even the cost of booking last-minute travel. So many of us are throwing away hundreds of dollars every year by not being more diligent about the way we manage our finances and particularly around our businesses and our publishing businesses in particular. I agree, William. I'm a firm believer that it's all about the numbers. In your program, in your training program, do you also teach clients how to use the Internet as a low-cost solution to promote and market books? Absolutely. Right now, I would say the Internet is the greatest marketing tool because at any given point in time, you can set up your business or your website and be up and running and marketing worldwide in less than a couple of hours. This is also an opportunity for people to do viral marketing campaigns, which can be incredibly successful, to leverage other people's assets, whether those are mailing lists and other resources. If you're not leveraging the revolution that's happening right now in social media, you're also missing out on some great opportunities. But right now, this is a great time to be able to build a very large customer base, a very large prospect base or mailing list. And these can be attractive assets as you are approaching traditional publishers about producing your book as well because you're a lot more attractive to them if you have over 10,000 people that you can get to buy your book right away. So that's the power of using the Internet to cultivate a mailing list before your book comes out. So many authors wait until their book is published before they start trying to build an audience. That's the backwards way to do it, and it's a much harder way to market and promote your book and to be able to afford to do the promotion that you need to be successful long-term. William, can you give me one or two social networks where people can find the Baron LinkedIn to? 
we always say it's important to be ubiquitous, so you'll pretty much find us everywhere. But, of course, uh, Twitter, twitter.com forward slash wealthbuilding, you'll find us. MySpace, you have myspace.com forward slash the Baron Sun. You, of course, have LinkedIn, facebook.com forward slash business coach. Just about anywhere you'll find someone on the Baron team promoting pretty heavily. All right, awesome, awesome. So everybody go to the social network and find the Baron to help you with your wealth building publishing needs. Now, there are many challenges that are happening in the publishing industry, the way that books are marketed and distributed. What advice would you give to new authors or even seasoned authors who have books being released? I would really encourage you to take a look at things such as we promote, and of course, you also promote through your great new book that's come out, Author First Aid Kit, Creating Multiple Streams of Income. But this is really important, also in understanding that the publishing industry is changing, and it's changing similar to how the music industry changed. Eventually, things will be going more digital, particularly as you have products like Kindle and as they begin to allow you to do more indexing and segmenting of material that's in books and, and quantifying and being able to access that material quickly. But I firmly believe that people will be moving closer toward those digital and those ebook platforms. I know a lot of people say I still love paper, but I firmly believe that moving forward, the Barnes & Noble of the world, and, and there's more pressure to go green in the borders of the world, feel that pressure. The major reason why we haven't seen a larger digital push is because they're going to lose a significant amount of their profits because if it doesn't cost you uh, tens of thousands of dollars to produce books every week to hit a New York Times bestseller list, and you can do it by simply paying a few hundred dollars to upload a digital file, you're going to put a lot of those publishers out of business, you're going to put a lot of those distributors out of business, and you're going to put a lot of those bookstores out of business. But it certainly makes sense to have one device that can hold a library of thousands of books and can access a library of millions of books in a small space rather than having books and books and storage areas full of inventory. I would say that you really want to look at the changes that are happening in the publishing industry and look at all of the different subsidiary rights and spinoff products that are possible. For publishers, you really want to begin to partner more the same way that's happening with the music industry, partner more with authors in developing their brands as opposed to just partnering with them to publish and produce their books that's going to be the major trend that you see happening. So authors also, I highly suggest that you focus on building brands as opposed to just writing books. And one of the things that you'll notice about the Barron brands, we're very consistent in our use of color. We're very consistent in our messaging. We're very consistent in the promise, the benefits, and the guarantee that we provide to our audience and to our customers and our clients. These are the things that authors want to continue to do, whether they're fiction authors or nonfiction authors. Now, William, what's the average cost to publishing a new book? That really depends on the marketing budget. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm going to run through some of these costs that uh, can escalate up to, to 75000 But I want to just kind of point out two traditional publishing models. Typically, you may have with the, the published author or, or one who goes through a mainstream publisher, again, let's say 10,000 books are sold at a retail price of $20.00 a royalty rate of 7%, which you may be lucky to get if you're a new author, which means you're going to do about $14,000 in royalties. You'll probably get half of that as an advance, 
and then you still have to market out of that. So out of that $7,000 that you get, you're going to have to market. You'll probably do 14000 on that print run of 10,000 books, so that's going to leave you with your, your profit or your loss. For most people, that's not a, a very lucrative business. When you look at a self-published author, let's say they do 10,000 books, which is very hard to do as a self-published author. You're looking at a $20 retail price at a 35% revenue share, which leaves you with about $70,000 in revenue, minus your marketing costs, where you could easily spend up to 70000 to generate that amount in revenue. And then the way these prices break down, as I mentioned, ISBNs, you can pay anywhere from 275 to $1,750 for 250 to 1,000 ISBNs. Barcodes, 20 to $30. Printing, you're looking at anywhere from $1.50 to $6 a book, which would translate into about um, $3,000 to $6,000 on quantities of 500 to 1,000 books. You also have forming your business, which you're looking at $500 to $2,500. That is important to formally structure your publishing business because what that does is that also allows you to pull in investment capital. It also allows you to build business credit. So if you're struggling to pay for a lot of the things that you need to do, including go on the road, go to book fairs and things of that nature, which can easily cost you several hundred to several thousand dollars, building business credit can be a way to do that. Also, let's say if you want to have a P.O. box or a virtual office service, it can be anywhere from $90 to 1200 You may not want to be doing all of the fulfillment yourself, handling orders and calls yourself. A bank account can be anywhere from free to $10 a month, which is $120 a year. Editing and proofreading your book can be anywhere from 2750 up to $6,000. A compositor who's going to lay out your book can be as high as 1500 Some people may say, well, I'm going to have my friend lay out my book. Well, one of the things that I always tell people is that the person that's laying out your book doesn't know the rules of, of typesetting according to the publishing industry. Book buyers can look at your book, and they can say, this is not a professionally produced book. We don't want to stock it in stores. So going cheap here can end up uh, limiting your distribution. Again, a website can be done for anywhere from free up to $2,500. There's a difference between a free website and a $2,500 website, particularly if you're talking about introducing affiliate programs, refer a friend scripts, if you're looking at high-end graphics, customized video, that $2,500 is a cheap price, I can tell you that. PR, this is also the big chunk of it. PR can run up to $20,000 depending on what it is that you want to do. Now, I don't want to scare people with these prices because you can stage some of these different investments and you can dramatically lower these costs if you actually have a plan. And, and these are the things that, of course, you do, Antonio, through your book marketing coaching program, I do. So I always encourage people to get a book marketing coach. You're not saving yourself any money. You're costing yourself money by not getting a mentor or an advisor. We always say that's the number one reason. Also, shipping can be $300 to get it from the printer, plus any, at least, plus anywhere from $2.60 a book to $4.80 a book, depending on if you're doing media mail or priority mail. So I always say the people that get rich in the publishing industry would be the people working in the post office, not, <laughs> you know, not necessarily the office. Um, you also have your manuscript. Producing that could be anywhere from 150 to 200 to get your reviews. Some people do electronic copies. I typically say send a person a, a hard copy, particularly if you are trying to get big-name people to, to uh, endorse your book. You have pre-publication galleys if you want the trade to review your book so that bookstores will see that and will stock copies of it. You have a trademark if you are doing a series of books. can be, let's say, something like Harry Potter or Rich Dad, Poor Dad or a book like The Baron Son or The Baron Series. That can run you $300 per class of goods. Publicity photos if you're doing a press kit, 
I encourage you to get some publicity photos done because if you want to book media, they want to highlight you on websites and TV shows, et cetera. So that can run you 150 to $1,000. Press kits can run up to 4000 Business cards, flyers, banners, et cetera, can run anywhere from 100 to 1500 They pay for themselves. Again, online banner ads, travel can be well over 1000 Vanity numbers, 60 to 120 And advertising up to 4000 conservatively. So you can easily see how this can add up to $75,000 or greater. There are people, of course, that can publish books for a lot less. You can go through different types of vanity publishers. Now, this is being able to publish and market a book successfully. You can publish a book for, for probably several hundred to several thousand dollars if you go print on demand. That doesn't mean anyone's going to buy it. That doesn't mean you're not going to have hundreds of thousands of books sitting in your basement storage in your garage. But if you want to actually sell books, it is important to have a marketing plan that you're able to execute. And, again, there are ways in which you can dramatically lower this $75,000 cost to several thousand. Or, again, you can bring in outside investment capital. You can bring and develop business credit. So if you have the right advice and the right insight, you can afford to do this in a way that's going to create multiple streams of income to pay for all these different things. But the reason that you can't hire the virtual assistant to go out and do the marketing and book the shows is because you're trying to do all of this on a $20 book. You can't afford all of these costs on just a $20 book alone or, or even less. So it is important for you to generate the multiple streams of income using some of those other methods that we've talked about. Now, I wish when I first started in the early 2000s as an author, a writer, that I had a source of mentorship or a coach to help me through the process. But nevertheless, 10 years, 9 years later, we do have a coaching platform. And one benefit that I like about the Baron series is that you set up a platform or a program for growth. When you look at the online publisher and vanity companies, William, they do not have a training program to teach writers how to become entrepreneurs, how to become infopreneurs, and you mentioned about having a coach. How important is it to have a coach to help you along the way? You made a, a great point there, and I do want to point out to, for people, there's a difference between a publisher and some type of marketing platform. As, as you mentioned, vanity publishers, they're pretty much not going to do anything but produce your book, whether that's in electronic format or whether that's in a hard or, or soft cover format. That's all they do is produce your book. It's up to you to figure out how to market that book and get it out of stores. One of the things that is unique about the Barron Solution approach is that we do focus on helping you to generate multiple streams of income, and that's from book sales in all of the different forms, the, the foreign and the subsidiary rights, which include, let's say, with the foreign and subsidiary rights, that can be anywhere from $2,000 plus an advance plus your, your royalties per language. And there are so many languages that your book can be in. So I always tell people, if you're looking at it and you're saying, wow, I'm not selling many books and there's a recession, I say, you know, there are people in Germany that have never heard of your book. There are people <laughs> in Indonesia that have never heard of your book. So as long as there's someone walking this planet who's never heard of your book, there's an opportunity for you. We just closed a deal with Gramedia for the Indonesian rights to our book, The Barren Sun. Again, speaking and training, the college market is extremely lucrative for people where you can get paid anywhere from $1,500 as a relatively unknown speaker up to $7,000 per engagement plus uh, product sales. I always talk about doing premium sales and getting people to give your book away as part of a goodie bag. 
So we show you how to identify those ideal target markets that you can do premium sales for. Teleseminars and webinars can be anywhere from $600 per call up to $9,000 per call with 30 students attending. You have retail product sales. These may be other things such as CDs, DVDs, etc., which can be $40 plus per product. You have affiliate marketing where you can integrate other products and services by asking yourself, what are the other things that my customers and my clients need before, during, and after the time they're reading my book? You can look for relevant affiliate products through places like Commission Junction, through ClickBank, through LinkShare, et cetera, and you can get as much as $7 per lead. They don't even have to buy anything, just $7 per lead up to $20 to $200 per sale. You have coaching and consulting, which can be anywhere from 150 up to $10,000 plus per engagement. Then you have membership and subscription services, which can be anywhere from twenty to $500 per month per person. So there are a lot of great ways for you to generate multiple streams of income to cover that $75,000 cost and to keep investing in yourself and to really turn yourself into an international celebrity. Well, you might have learned that marketing just really gives you the exposure, but what we're missing is instructions on how to actually sell more books, not just gain more exposure. Can you give our audience some highly effective, low-cost ways that they can use to sell more books? Sure. One of the things that we do through our program, uh, we focus on three areas. We focus on, one, helping you to attract more customers and clients. We also focus on helping you to increase your product and service line. And then the third thing we do is we focus on helping you to increase your conversion rate. And the way we do that is by focusing on four areas. The first one is helping you to identify your ideal customer segment, the people who can afford to and are excited and want to pay for your your books and other products and services. The second thing that we do is we focus on helping you to offer the highest margin, the highest value products and services to your marketplace. Because a lot of people, particularly for nonfiction writers, they want more information than just the book because a lot of times the book doesn't speak back. Well, I'll say the book never speaks back unless you've got some kind of audio book. Um, the, the book doesn't speak back to answer some of those additional questions that you have. That's why offering some of those other support services are so helpful. The other thing that we look at is the system side of your business. And the system side of your business, which is where you get into things like customer relationship management tools, mailing list tools, et cetera, are so important because at any given time, only 20% of people are ready to buy your product or your service. So that's why it is important to capture names when you go out to events so that you can market to them over time. I have people that have been on my list for, uh, I'd say, two years and have just bought a book. So it is important to follow up, follow up, follow up when it comes to doing the marketing. But that's where you look at your systems, your CRM systems, and how well you're generating those leads in an automated fashion, qualifying those leads, and following up with them. So many of us as authors use the hunter-gatherer method. We go out to a person and say, would you like to buy my book? They say no. They go to another person, would you like to buy my book? They say no. Then you go to another person, and you finally get a yes. Well, that's a very manual and slow way to do it. We use more of a trapper method where you use lead generation tools. These may be things such as free gift offers, incentives, and education-based marketing to drive people to your website, and that may get them to opt into a mailing list. We say that you don't sell by selling. You sell by giving things away, and you give things away in order to build trust and credibility with your audience. 
So that's the third thing we look at is the system side of your business and how you're generating leads, how you're qualifying those leads and following up with them to get them to convert into book sales and higher-end product and service sales. The last thing we look at is the messaging side of your business. This is also a very important point that so many authors miss is understanding how to communicate the ultimate promise, benefit, and guarantee to their audience and the problem that they're solving. You're not selling products and services. You are solving a problem. I don't care if you're a fiction author or a nonfiction author. You need to be focused on solving a problem for your audience, even if that's filling an emotional void or need that they have. But some very specific strategies, of course, are online marketing strategies using an e-zine or an e-newsletter, television show, whether that's online or offline. We've helped a number of clients develop their own television shows. One client actually took a public access show in New York and is now airing in over 20 countries with over 20 million viewers with a 50-50 revenue share. Also, setting up radio shows. We've helped a number of clients set up radio shows, both terrestrial and Internet shows, podcasting articles, videos, having, of course, your own website. We teach seven critical elements of a cash flow generating website, your blog, speaking engagements, as I mentioned, booking those speaking engagements, and working in your product as a premium sale can be a great way to move books by the case, not the individual units. So often it takes just as much time to book a speaking engagement where you're selling, let's say, hundreds of books as it does for you to go out and pitch one person to buy one book for $20. Uh, also, media interviews are an effective way of building up your mailing list and also book sales, particularly if you're doing national media. You have joint venture campaigns. If you don't have a mailing list, setting up joint ventures, of course, through either bestseller campaigns or subsequent promotional offers can be a way to get your book in front of thousands or, or, or tens of thousands of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people. You have teleseminars and webinars are a great way to do education-based marketing on the benefits of your book or the great story that you're telling. You have, as I mentioned, online bestseller campaigns and premium sales. Those are more than seven highly effective, low-cost ways for people to sell more books. A lot of these are very daunting and time-consuming to try to set up on your own, which is another reason why I would encourage you to look at some type of book marketing coach or program that is going to have a lot of those tools, resources, and accelerators and even scripts that you can use immediately, plug and play, swap out the name of your book, swap out the author's name, et cetera, with your information, and you're ready to go. So particularly with the Barron program, we're going to save people hundreds of hours and tens of thousands of dollars in this process of marketing and promoting their book. Sure, you can do it on your own, and we show you how to do it on your own a lot of times for free. We give away a lot of great free resources, but is it really worth your time? Probably not. It's going to be a lot cheaper to pay for the advice and the insight and the tools that will get you to your goal faster. Now, William, you've also, in addition to all that you've mentioned, you've also appeared in several high-profile magazines. How effective um, have your appearance in those magazines been for you? We, of course, as I mentioned, featured in the Forest Book Club, Black Enterprise quite a few times, a lot of other national print publications and magazines. They're great for a number of reasons. One, for building your brand and your credibility, and a lot of times being able to leverage those appearances moving forward is worth just as much as the one-time appearance in those magazines. A lot of people aren't really thinking about ways in which they can enhance the credibility of their project, enhance their credibility as an author. One of the things that people always look for is social proof. In most aspects of life, you're going to have what are known as the leaders, the people who are going to be the first 
to get behind a project, and they don't necessarily need that because they know something great when they see it. For instance, I would credit Bob Johnson as, as being a leader. He was the first person to endorse our book, The Baron Son. Of course, Bob Johnson of Black Entertainment Television, followed by people like John Jacobs, who's the chief marketing officer of the NASDAQ stock market, people that pretty much don't endorse anything were champions of the book and the message. When you have the leaders, next you have the early adopters, people to say, okay, this person has some support, they have some resources, and they look like they're not going to embarrass me if I get behind this book. So you have the early adopters, then you have the followers, people to say, wow, if everyone else is doing this, it must be great. And then you have everyone else. When you have those individuals that need social proof before they buy your book, those are the instances where those particular magazines and publications become extremely helpful is in providing the, the social proof. Not to mention just the reach of those publications is enormous. And they also are those publications that, you know, depending on uh, which publications you're actually in, they're going to be those publications that are the key influencers or the opinion motors of your target market. Those are the things that people really want. I can tell you I've been at certain events, and they said, hey, if it didn't come through this channel, I don't want it. Or if it doesn't come through this channel, you know, I don't believe it's any good. Well, you have a lot of people who are like that. So it is important to use that to create the snowball effect when it comes to credibility. And then you'll find out that it's, it'll open a lot of doors as you're looking to get booked on higher-end TV shows and radio shows. Having that seal of credibility means a great deal. Now, you also have a great newsletter. Could you tell the audience how to receive your newsletter? Sure. They can go to barronseries.com. In the left-hand side of the screen, you can opt into our newsletter there. Of course, we, we never spam anybody. We give away $497 in free bonus gifts for building your million-dollar business just by opting into the mailing list. Again, one thing you always know about me, I'm always giving away a lot of great stuff for free. We also have a newsletter archive that if you click on the newsletter button in the top navigation, you can view some of the hundreds of other newsletters on specific topics that may be of interest to you. And, of course, you can always just use the search function on barronseries.com and enter your keywords such as book marketing or online marketing if you need some specific help or are looking for specific information. You know, for the audience, it's very important, especially if you're uh, starting out, to tap into a source that will help you grow along the way. And I, I love what the Baron series and you guys have to offer, William, because you just don't leave us standing. We can tap into a power source that will help us grow. Now, I know your book, The Baron's Son and Training Program, The Baron Solution, they have been endorsed by billionaires. You've already missed, uh, mentioned Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, they've also been uh, endorsed by top business leaders, politicians, just the A-list of celebrities. Are there strategies that new uh, up-and-coming authors can use to get big-name people to support their work? There are quite a few strategies that we use, particularly with our, our coaching clients, and I'll just touch on a few of them. But one of the things that I do encourage people to do is to put together a press kit with some of the basic things in it, such as your biography. It might be something such as a mock a review. One of the easiest ways to get people to endorse your work is to involve them in the, the process. And I always encourage people to leverage their own networks because many people know celebrities but they may not have built the relationships, either directly or indirectly. And you would be surprised. There's, of course, the six degrees of separation. There's a chain of six people that separates everyone in the world from everyone else. 
you don't want to wait until your book comes out and say, ooh, I need something. You really want to cultivate those relationships. I always encourage people to go to networking events. There was a great networking event back in June where I spoke, Power Networking Conference, the largest business networking event for African Americans in the country. And you had a chance to network with people like Lisa Nichols from The Secret. A lot of great international best-selling authors were there. And these are ways in where you can start to build relationships with people. And if you set up and look for ways in which you can create value for those individuals. And that value that you're creating might be in the form of a PR opportunity for that person. It might be in the form of an income opportunity or a speaking opportunity. So you never really want to show up with an I need or I want type of mentality. You always want to think about or appeal to a person's self-interest as opposed to their sense of obligation. Once you do contact that person, if you don't have a personal relationship, which is always best, and you aren't able to reach out to that person ahead of time, I would suggest that you do call the company that that person works for, ask for that person's assistant, and begin to build a relationship with that assistant and ask them that you'd like to send over some information on the book and, and eventually send over a press kit. I encourage people to also include some type of little novelty gift or incentive. T-shirts are always great because one, they, if they're wearing this T-shirt, it becomes a walking billboard for you and your product. I always just say, you know, make sure it's tasteful. Other things that you want to do are to highlight your promotional plans for the book because they don't want to promote and associate themselves with anything that's a flop. So including a mini promotional plan for the book. The big thing you want to do is to make sure that you're always looking professional. You want to make sure that you do have that website up, not just the token brochure site that doesn't say anything and looks pretty terrible. Invest in that because people are looking at you and they're looking at the brand and the respect that you show to your own brand and your own marketing material is the respect that you're going to receive. So I always tell people to go ahead and do that. One of the things that we give our clients, we give them scripts that they can use. I always encourage people to give sample endorsements or testimonials that people can choose from. That's going to show that you're respectful of that person's time and it's also not going to force them to think about, well, what do I say about this book? I have no idea. So that's going to cut down the amount of time that it takes for you to receive an endorsement, and it's also going to increase the probability that you'll receive that endorsement by as much as 1,000%. So that's a, another quick tip. Just kind of summarize, I would encourage people to leverage their existing networks first and to build relationships before their book comes out. The next thing that I would do is to also look for ways in which they can create some value and highlight some value of being a part of this project. I would also encourage them to use social proof. So if other people have endorsed the book, you want to start with the low-hanging fruit first and then go to those big-name people and you can say, these are the other significant people who have decided to become a part of this project or this campaign. They may also have a favorite charity or something of that nature that they're supporting or similar causes that they support. You may want to give a percentage of your proceeds to a similar type of charity or event. That can also be another way that will help them understand that your project is about something greater than just making a few dollars. So really focus in on the message and focus in on creating value and benefit for your customers, your clients, the world in general, and also your endorsers. Now, you mentioned T-shirt, and when you said that, uh, of course, something exciting stirred inside of me, because you have your own clothing line, could you share with the audience where to find an example or some information about your clothing line? 
Sure. You can go to the online store of BarronSeries.com, and you can see information on the Baron and the Baroness clothing line. We have a lot of different items for men, women, children. We have things such as bags. We're also about to introduce a line of jewelry. We just started marketing a line of pearls. A lot of different items begin to spin off of a book, and it's amazing the reception. And once people take to your brand, you certainly have an opportunity to help them and view themselves in the light that they want. Now, a lot of people, William, I've found because the economy is kind of shaky, they're afraid to step out to launch into something. Could you give them at least just one uh, strategy or one tip to help us build a reliable stream of income during an uncertain time? Well, I would encourage people to go back and to focus on the problem that they're solving for their ideal target audience. A lot of people get away from solving the problem. They create a book or they create any kind of product, and they just think that people want to buy it. But your book or your product must solve a problem. If you already have an ideal customer base, what you want to do is to go back to that audience and to ask them, survey them. Surveys are a great way to figure out the things that people need before, during, and after the time they buy your product or your service. You can use survey tools like Zoomerang, SurveyMonkey, or even Constant Contact as a survey tool right now, where you can survey your audience to figure out what it is that they want. And you want to cater to your high-end customers and create those. You also want to look at continuity programs as a way to generate multiple streams of income and more reliable streams of income. In this. So you want to look for ways in which you can turn your products and services into something that people have to pay for on a regular basis, the same way that you have utility companies that may charge you month after month for cable service. Well, you can create some higher-end services that are going to create value for people by moving to things such as membership sites or moving to a licensing model for your business. So that's a way for you to create a more reliable stream of income in these challenging economic times. From a single idea to more than 150 products and services, just based on an idea and a concept, how were you able to do that so fast, William? It goes back to having a sound business plan from the beginning and understanding who your markets are. What we do is we teach clients to develop and to build out their markets four levels deep. So you have a primary market, a secondary market, a tertiary market, and a quaternary market. One of the other things to understand is that your book has more or less a life cycle. And you may need to reinvent your book and reinvent your message once that initial market dies down. So you really want to go after who are the people most likely to buy your book or in your back-end products and services, because in most instances that's really what you're marketing. And then from there, you want to figure out, do the surveying to figure out the things that they need. A lot of times, teleseminars and webinars and webinar-based products are going to be the fastest and lowest cost way for people to develop products and services. One of the things that we do, we have a workshop CD called Using Teleseminars to Generate Multiple Streams of Income for Your Business. For instance, with a teleseminar and what we teach in that workshop CD is how a person can generate 10 streams of revenue from their teleseminar. So you may have a lot of people out there say, hey, well, I do teleseminars, but most people aren't generating 10 streams of revenue. Most people aren't creating products from those. Teleseminars are a great way to build out your product and your service line, and they're also a great way to figure out what people want. So you can use teleseminars to ask those important questions 
such as what people want to know about, and when they register for your free teleseminar, they'll ask a bunch of questions. And you'll notice that those questions tend to fall into several buckets. And what you begin to do is to develop products based on where the lion's share of those questions tend to fall. And then what you do is you look for sub-niches of that particular audience. So we offer the most comprehensive, fully integrated entrepreneurship program out there because we begin to go into sub-niches based on a proprietary system. So we are able to apply our system to authors, speakers, consultants. We also have over 30 startup guides for different businesses ranging from real estate to import-export. We're able to apply our strategy to all of these different systems and businesses because we start with a general business model that can be applied to various industries. And if you think about your business and you think about your book from that standpoint, you'll see that there are a lot of audiences, the same way that Chicken Soup for the Soul, I think they've sold over 100 million books worldwide, because they look for ways in which they can repurpose and segment their message, going from chicken soup for the mother, chicken soup for the golfer, chicken soup for just about everybody, using that model. So that's what you want to do, is to think about ways in which you can segment your message and still keep the consistent core part of your proprietary system or your brand. Now, William, you're also a dynamic speaker. I want to talk about two things in the speaking arena before we finish. Number one, you do come out and speak at major conferences and things like that. If someone is listening and they want to get you out to their corporation or their function, how could they go about inviting you to come out to speak? They can visit us online at baronseries.com, and I'll spell that again for people, B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R-I-E-S.com, baronseries.com, and they can go to the workshops and coaching section. We offer quite a few different workshops on various topics, and all you have to do is fill out the information request form. They can also call us toll-free at 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. One input also with that, if you're listening, if you're a part of a major corporation with a training program, you can go to your training officer, whoever's in charge of the training program, and ask them to invite a speaker out, such as William, to talk to your organization on a corporate level, and that works as well. That way you can not only just sit in the training, but the corporation will fund the trip as well. So we can partner together that way. Now, William, can you give the audience a tip on building their platform to launch their professional speaking career? Yes, we actually have a great workshop CD in our online store as well called Speak Your Way to Wealth, How to Build a Six-Figure Speaking Business. There are a lot of opportunities even for relatively unknown speakers to generate significant income as a speaker. Of course, eventually getting on with a speakers bureau is going to be the fastest and easiest way to generate passive leads. But even, let's say, if you're starting out and you need to speak for free, using the strategies that we talk about here, you can generate hundreds or thousands of dollars in revenue from back-of-the-room product sales if you have a deep enough product line. But as far as booking speaking engagements go, of course you want to identify your ideal target audience. A lot of times if you start out speaking for the industry association, you can use an endorsement letter from the association to go out and target those other companies that are members of that association. One of the things that you can do if you're just getting started is to build up that credibility Sometimes what you can do is offer to speak for a discounted rate or to speak for free. You can use that as an opportunity to create a speaker video that you can use to shop to speakers' bureaus 
or to host on your website to help you book additional speaking engagements. And you should also ask for an endorsement letter that you can send out and or two personal referrals every time you speak. So by writing that into your contract, you can literally double or triple your speaking engagements every year. So I encourage people to write into their contract if the engagement is successful that they would refer you to at least two other people. So that's going to be a couple of ways that you can get started initially. Then once you book a paid speaking engagement, I would encourage you to call local speakers bureaus in the area to come out and hear you speak. Or if you book a paid engagement, to actually turn that engagement over to a speakers bureau, and that can be a way for you to build trust and credibility with that bureau and say that, wow, this person's booking quite a few engagements, we should probably represent them. Those are a couple of strategies that can help you get going right away and start generating a few thousand dollars. Now, uh, William, for those who are listening and may have questions about the Barron Solution, the Barron Series, how can they contact you once again? I would encourage you to visit us online at baronseries.com. That's B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R-I-E-S.com. Check out the workshops and coaching section. You can fill out the information request form there. We have a book marketing coaching program, and we also have our business coaching program, wealth coaching programs, and quite a few others. You can also call toll-free 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. William, we're unfortunate we ran out of time, and it's always great having you on the show, talking to you, man. It's been awesome. You've given us so much meat to uh, just chew on and get our plans into action. For those who are listening, I want you to rush, rush to uh, the Baron series, the website, sign up for the newsletter, get plugged into a network that's growing not just local, but it's global. It's global, and we appreciate the opportunity, and we invite William back some other time. I just wanted to add one last thing. I would encourage people to go out and get Antonio's author first aid kit. It is a a wonderful book, and, of course, I'm giving away $497 in gifts uh, for people who purchased that book. So I would encourage you to do so, and that will show you, if you missed anything, the strategies for creating a six-figure income and increasing your celebrity status. So I'd encourage you to pick that book up. He's an icon in the industry. His system works. I've tested it, and I know that it is to be true. And we're going to invite him back to come back and talk with us about branding in the future. William, thank you for your time. Antonio, my pleasure. Anytime. This is William R. Patterson, wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Barron Sun. I hope you found the lessons and insights from this interview enlightening and profitable. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of BarronSeries.com to learn how you can use Barron Wealth Coaching to rapidly achieve your business and financial goals. At BarronSeries.com, we've developed one of the most effective, integrated approaches to building wealth in the world. With expert guidance and over 200 accelerators, Barron Wealth Coaching can help you quadruple the speed at which you reach your business and financial goals over planning yourself and other methods and programs. For more information on Barron Wealth Coaching, visit BarronSeries.com forward slash coaching.htm or call 888-90-BARON. That's toll free, 888-90-BARON.